Welcome to the Thought Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Kent. And I'm Randy Baker. And on the Thought Leader Podcast, we search the world for interesting and fascinating and sometimes remarkably smart guests who are going to challenge the way you think, they're going to inform you of things that you may not have thought about, and they're going to ignite your imagination as we discuss all sorts of topics. All right, without further ado. So, Dominique, great to talk with you. You are looking great. I have to tell the audience this because there is no video feed. Do you mind telling us this awesome hack you have to make yourself look like you're in the middle of a movie? <laughs> Certainly, Kit. <laughs> uh, it's all about good lighting. I got a nice mirror. Uh, I'm sorry, a nice window that I, I sit by. I got a nice ring light. So I would say lighting is 85% of the battle or more when it comes to video. And then it helps to have a DSLR versus a webcam. So that's that. That's my secret. I can just give away the secret sauce. That's the secret. In real in real life, you look terrible. So this 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 improves. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So really good to talk with you. Um, I'm curious to dive in, kind of surprisingly, on your name. Or you might get this sort of from folks all the time. But I'm curious how you got your name, Dominique, and what it means to you, and how that connects to your business. I guess. <laughs> No, no, uh, it's actually interesting. I, I, I rarely get this this question around etymology, word etymology, but so Dominique, which is often mispronounced as Dominic, or I'm thought of being as a female, and I've been on this earth for 45 years at this point. I get a lot of Mrs. Henderson <laughs> emails, but uh, no, uh, I either go by Dominique or Dom. For short, but the name came from basically the the basketball star. Um, a lot of people remember Dominique Wilkins, uh, who was big in college around that time. So namesake wise, that's where that came from. The, I guess the the genesis of that. But just the etymology of that, you know, it, it, Dominique connotates and means dominion. So there is a, a level of you know, kind of sometimes being the loud voice, I definitely have a very loud and boisterous personality uh, that usually shows on my podcast. And so um, I think a lot of that feeds into what I do and just the ethos of who I am. Love that. So Dominique, I'm looking at your your website, Jumpstart Coaching Lab. Why financial professionals? What's the story? Uh, this is a good question, Randy. I think that at the end of the day, I am a... I like to call myself a person that is really set on changing family trees. What do I mean by that? I think that good financial advice has the ability to change families' trees. And why not? Why shouldn't everybody have the opportunity to have their family tree changed? And when I start thinking about building my own wealth management firm, at the end of the day, no matter how big it is, how many people I employ, how many people I work with, it's still finite. And I remember hearing a a quote from Tyler Perry saying that once you get established, your job is to hold the door open for others. And I saw this natural gap in the industry of this revolving door of, you know, basically people having these big dreams, maybe as mission focused as mine to help others change their family tree, only to be sitting in a seat or across from somebody trying to sell an overpriced product or something that they didn't need. People just didn't want that type of experience 
from a consumer or a provider of financial services standpoint. And so when I started thinking about this, I was like, well, why couldn't I take the knowledge two decades in the game and start giving that to people that want to change family trees? And that's how Jumpstart started. What does that mean, the, the changing family trees? I love, I love the concept, but explain that formula a little bit more. Yeah, I love to unpack that. I think, so, you know, you start thinking about all the different things can't, that impact us in our lives. And you can't really think about anything that you want to do or that you have done that does not revolve around money. The need for it, the need to collect it, <laughs> whatever, right? So this is a very intimate subject. And I think... It takes a very good, genuine, authentic professional that is invested in more than just the person's bank account and their balance sheet to help them with decisions that affect all those different aspects of their life. Right. So I say that financial planning is simply it's not necessarily easy, but it's simply taking my limited money and my limited time and spreading across unlimited choices. Right. So a good financial professional helps somebody do that. And I think that is very, very crucial to helping people change their family tree, changing the, tra the trajectory of their money story that keep them in these bad habits and these suboptimal choices that don't allow them to live their best life. I think I know what Randy's going to ask. I won't say it, but I think I know. No, I think you're going to be wrong, but um, <laughs> it happens. So financial planning, money, People are very scared of money decisions and money-focused decisions, and they're very scared generally of talking to anybody about their money. They tend to talk to their peers who may have the same degree of ignorance around money matters as they have because it keeps them comfortable. So as a financial planner of 20 years, if I'm, if I'm right, how do you build up the trust that you need to have to have people come to you? Uh, no, this is a great question. I do want to interpolate just a little bit. I think what you're getting at is that, you know, most of us don't grow up having conversations about money around the dinner table. It would be nice, but we, we don't. And then we go spend another eight to nine hours in, in school and it's not taught there either. So mm -hmm. it's one of these issues around literacy that needs to take place first. Because long before I become in, I come into the picture, the person's money story has already developed. And so I don't know what I'm really getting into. That's why, you know, it's kind of funny that you say this the, the way you started the question, because it is like people are getting financially undressed. I, I call it financially naked, just to be honest. That's that's what's happening. There's a level of intimacy there that, you know, it, it takes bedside manner to steal a phrase from the physician world. I think building trust is very incremental. And it starts with giving away a lot of value and whether that looks like, you know, maybe a, a handout or a guide or a book or, a, you know, just your goodwill to let them know that you're in a place that's safe. I'm not about to judge you. I'm here to help you. Right. I think it starts there. The, 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 the level of communication, I tell this to career changers and aspiring financial professionals that I consult with all the time is that, you know, your level of EQ, soft skills, if you want to call it has to be like off the charts if you want to be successful in this career, because the technical stuff is really table stakes. I mean, people can Google just about anything they need to know. And I like to say clients don't necessarily come to me because they need more information. It's like I need help with all the information that I have making sense of it. And 
you can only do that through what you said, Randy, is, is building trust. And so it's incremental. It's, it's baby steps and it's, you know, kind of meeting people where they're at with no stones. So when you were a little, a little tyke kind of kicking around uh, with the cool name Dominique, <laughs> were you trying to fix problems? Uh, were you trying to, because it, it feels like the way you speak, the brand that you give off, it's very calming and it's very sort of a fixer. You know, it's like, I, I trust this guy. He's going to fix me up. He's going to, and I love the concept of the family trees. You're like, man, I, we, we can fix this thing up. Even if you've got this implanted stuff, like I can help you fix it up. So wh- where did that start? Oof, man. I mean, uh, we don't have all the time to unpack that. I, I think the, um, the short version of it is I am the, I think birth odor has a lot to do with it. I think there is a fixer nature that is wired into me. I think just being a male species, uh, we, we tend to do that. At least that's what my wife for 24 years tells me. <laughs> and, and parenthetically, I'll just say, you know, I think some of the, the, the best financial advice, if I may say so myself, I, I think my clients would be the best judge of this, is from the fact that I have three you know, adult children and I've been married for 24 years to the same woman. So like a lot of life experience helps with what you're listening to right now and what the, you know, the audience is hearing right now, because it's the refined version of Dominic. Believe me, I was not like this at age 25 or whatnot, you know? So over the two decades that I've spent in this industry in the last half of that as a planner, specifically one-on-one with people, I've seen at this point, hundreds of cases and scenarios. And so it helps me not be shocked it helps me not judge people unnecessarily. It just helps for a lot of different things that I think newer planners or people in this industry that are, um, you know, just kind of new that they don't have yet. And only experience will give that to them. It's hard to it's hard to be taught this in the book. Yeah. And you're I'll kind of follow that down one more time. So the you are a natural mentor. I mean, it's just coming off you. Right. So I'm sure that came through being a parent and and all of that but there's there's no doubt that that sort of mentorship vibe is there and you want to be helping the world so just one more dive into the into the the past who who was your mentor when you were little when i was little hmm i had several i had i, I can I, I cite this a lot and i'll i'll jump to college i was the oldest of three of two younger sisters the military lifestyle my dad spent 22 years in the military and then spent another 20 years plus contracting for the the INS. And so military family all the way, discipline, all that kind of stuff. And so I had a lot of people speaking to my life, but I, I particularly remember when he was finishing up his tour in Hawaii, I had to leave a year early to start college. And so the family stayed over and I was, you know, totally away from everybody down at a little town called Prairie View, you know, school of less than 6,000, very, you know, small historically black college and university near Houston. And there were a few people that like gravitated towards me and helped that transition. And I'll name some names here. Mary Wilson, Susan Repka, Dr. Um, Barbara A.P. Jones that I still talk to to this day. She lives in the Atlanta era. These are people that saw maybe a little bit, a very small crack snippet of what you're seeing right now. And they cultivated that, right? So Hats off to them because they they were very instrumental in me, you know, with some of the very early frameworks that I have around discipline and responsibility and belief systems and things of that nature that were very, very uh, crucial to my development. Wow. You said 600 people. I just have to that one little 600. Uh, You're talking about the school. Yeah. 
No, no, no. When we when I roll, it was probably about six thousand. Okay. Yeah, six thousand. Yeah, it was relatively small. More under, more understandable. I think it's six hundred. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to, I want to push on, press just a little bit. You were married at twenty-one, so that was, that was young. So, congratulations on on holding that together. So, you rust really on this woman. She <laughs> that's must a be whole special. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, at twenty-five. If my math is correct, around about 25, you moved into the financial planning area. Is that correct? Yep. What was the journey between marriage and making that decision? Well, actually, let me move that time. So you see, I graduated in 98. Um, I started working for a hedge fund in September of 98. I left there in 2006. I'll just give the, the real quick uh, well, eight years. Mm-hmm. career. And then for about 18 months between 2006 and 2008, I probably watched too much of A&E's Flip That House and thought I could try my hand at real estate. And so I did that for a little bit. <laughs> nice. That didn't work out very well because everybody knows what happened in 2008. But the after that, I think I had a kind of a, a little bit of a come to Jesus moment with what I really loved. Hedge fund was more institutional money management and I was mostly in operations and I had developed a skill set around that, um, project management and whatnot. But I knew that I really wanted to get back to being right in front of people, helping people directly, more directly. And that's when I went and started this whole, you know, life and health, you know, going down that typical path that most people do, broker dealer, get all your licenses, all that kind of stuff. And that's what I stayed with since then. Um, so that was very close to 2001-ish, or not down to 2001, uh, 2011-ish to kind of, you know, put together the time frame. Now, th- as far as the... Why I got married so young is um, I didn't know really think anything else. My, my parents have been married for 47 years. My wife's parents, before her dad passed, were married for 20 years. So, you know, sticking with relationships and sticking with somebody that you know was ingrained into me. And so that's the same relationship you hope to build with your clients, is it not? I, don't, I think it's very similar, right? It, yeah. it has definitely the same makings. Um, the, the levels of intersection of intimacy obviously change um, just because of what they're going through, right? I've, at this point, I, I guess I've endured clients that have had tragedies in their family from divorce to disability to death. I mean, all those type of things. And those change the advisor-client relationship quite a bit mm. for the mm. good or the bad, depending on how you handle it. And um, I think at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create an avenue on the wealth management side. I'm trying to create an avenue for this client to achieve what's most important with them. I, I interviewed very recently a pioneer of sorts in the financial services industry. His name is Bob Veris. And he talked about the, the, the job of a financial professional. And it's really to take what is most dear to people and help them achieve it. Period. End of story. The only reason why people save money you know, or want to retire early. You know, I, I, I mentor people and I tell them, if somebody tells you, yeah, I want to seven figures, ask them why. And then if they don't give you the right answer, ask them why again, because people want to amass a certain amount of money for a certain reason. Maybe they want to retire early and so that they can spend time with their aging parents that have dementia or something. You know, It's always something. So you got to get to that question beneath the question, sometimes beneath the question. And to, to your point, Randy, I think um, you have to develop a relationship in order to do that. Love the way you talk about the business and life and all that. And I know you're actively mentoring folks through your Jumpstart community, which is awesome. The coaching labs, the community, the, all this stuff. 
which obviously I, I assume developed from people saying, how do you do what you do? Or, or, or uh, can you rub off on me a little bit? Is that, is that kind of how that happened or, or how'd that come about? So I'm all about stories. I have a really cool story here. So my wife of now 24 years, um, I was going through my whole evolution. I'll give you the short version. Going through my whole evolution of blogging and posting and YouTube channel. And I had this like brown, ugly PowerPoint. Like if people have been following me for a while, you might even be able to find some of these videos where I was basically just talking on screen. And my wife says, so let me get this straight. You're, you're a financial professional and you're trying to get people to trust, trust you with their money, but you're not showing your face. And I was like, oh, good point. So at that point, I doubled down and hired a video coach, uh, which I still work to work with this day. And her idea when I was building my wealth management firm was like, hey, why don't you make a video about day in the life of financial advisor? And I was like, nobody wants to know that. No wealth management client that I'm trying to see wants to know that. And I was right to a large extent. Nobody did. However, people that were trying to get into this industry wanted to see that. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know, maybe 50,000 views. I stopped counting because I don't really get into the vanity statistics anymore. But like the last time I looked, it was like 50,000 people had looked at that video. And that's basically the main way people find out about Jumpstart. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, so I have one, one more thing to bring up, which is funny. I, I just have to kind of pry. So your dad was in the service in Hawaii. Yes. My dad was too. So this is funny. My okay. dad's a pediatrician. He was only in the service for a handful of years, but he was stationed in Hawaii in the early 70s. When was your dad there? Okay. What island? Probably Oahu, I would imagine. Pearl Harbor, Hickam Air Force Base, or do you know? No idea. <laughs> it's something <laughs> okay. I can look into. Uh, I should probably know. Uh, but but um, but they loved it. My my, they lived off base. They lived on a little shack on the beach, and my sister learned the names of all the animals when she was little. Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a paradise. About it's definitely a paradise. Yeah. I've only been back once since he's retired, so I, I got to get back there. Um, with the pandemic and everything, now it's been a little complicated trying to get that far uh, on a plane. But uh, eventually, got to get back there. And it's a long swim. <laughs> It is a long swim. I hear the Pacific currents are a little hard to swim in. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks made a movie about that. There, there was always <laughs> there was always that joke that uh, when I was a kid, there was a joke going around, basically went like this, but mummy, mummy, I don't want to go to Hawaii. Well, shut up and keep swimming. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Dominique, really nice to chat with you. Uh, where can folks find out about what you do? Absolutely. Um, the best place to go is, oddly enough, djh-capital.com. Because when you land there, you'll see my big, beautiful mug, all bald, gray, beard, everything. Uh, and you can make a choice on whether or not you want to engage on the financial planning, wealth management side, or you want to learn more about the how to become a financial planner so uh, or financial professional. So that's the best way. Awesome. And um, that video, how do they find that video? Is that that sounds uh, actually? I think exciting. it's ranked pretty high still, maybe in the top ten of if you go day in the life of financial advisor. I think I should still show up. Nice, really exciting to talk to you. Um, love the way um, you bring chill to financial advice. Um, it's just that you have a way of it, it's calm and and uh, collected, which is awesome. Thanks, Kent. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, I 
I totally love the story. So, yeah, again, congratulations on 24 years of marriage. That's awesome. Thank you. I always, I always like to throw this in there. Uh, in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's kind of funny. I, I often told people I've been married for 35 years, but it's not been to the same woman. So <laughs> it took me three wives to get there. <laughs> no, I totally get it. This has been a blast. Kent and Randy, I, I really appreciate you guys taking this time to to learn a little bit more about the Jumpstart story and the DJ's Capital Management story and Dominique. And it's been a pleasure talking to both of you. This has been such a wonderful conversation today. It was surprising, it was intriguing, it was interesting. And this is just an example of the types of guests that we have on the Thought Leader podcast. And we would love you to subscribe so you get to hear the next issue. Or you can visit our our website. Our website is thoughtpartnergroup.com. And at the top, you'll see a little button that says, take the assessment. In one minute, you can take the assessment and get a response from us. We'll read everyone. All right. Take care. Have a good life. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.